Stampede. Garner is at number 76. Recorded 12 13 2020. Maybe I haven't made this clear. I don't play the fool. It's bad all around. And the people in this country are taking the fall. It's not the bozos who lead this country who are going to take the rap for the way things are turning out. It's the people who are the tools keeping things working 
rolling along while the privileged few stay safe. The politicians aren't going to pay the consequences for what's happened. You are. You're the chumps, the deplorables. You're the ones who are going to feel the hurt. The ones sitting at the top who have it soft and pretty aren't going to feel the pain. You don't really think they're willing to give up their power. Why should they when they've got you to blame? Let's face it. They can fool everyone that things are going to get back to normal. But normal has become some long-term incurable psychosis. And you're going to take the heat for that. The saboteurs have arrived. And in no small measure, it's because of those one percenters, those clowns at the top, who flaunt their privileged positions. They're the ones who have brought this on. They're going to blame you when car bombs start going off outside politicians' residences, when some congressional town hall gathering is faced with a suicide bomber strapped with an explosive Or maybe it'll be that disgruntled lab technician figuring a way to poison the water supply for a community. Let's not forget about a possible private plane headed toward a railroad station. Because it's really headed for a nuclear power plant. Yeah, the crazies have been unleashed and they're here to stay. If you think contentment exists in this country, you're waking up on the wrong side of the bed. When saboteurs knock down electrical power stations, leaving you in the dark, you aren't going to be celebrating in the street. You'll be pumped for wholesale looting. And there isn't enough law enforcement to stop that. In fact, they might even join in on the looting because they won't have respect anymore for the politicians they work to protect. Yeah, the saboteurs are here to stay.
there aren't going to be enough bodyguards to protect the politicians. No, this isn't going to be a few isolated terrorists sticking up a bank like Patty Hearst and the Symbionese army. No, they won't be fighting for the oppressed. This is a new group of operators who will be inspired to destroy the infrastructure. More along the lines of lots of Ted Kaczynski's, some working alone or in tight groups, inspired to kill politicians and destroy infrastructure. Yeah, what's unfolding is a brand new breed of angry people who aren't happy unless they strike at the heart of what is working in this country. Now, you might ask yourself why this is going to be our new normal. Well, I've been listening and watching how millions of people have been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. It's a historic event, and you shouldn't be deceived into believing everything is going to return to normal once it's brought under control. Millions of people have been seriously hurt financially. Thousands driven to suicide. Educational institutions closed. In fact, thousands, if not tens of thousands, or let's say hundreds of thousands of small businesses will never recover. Now, that is just a few of the tragedies that have befallen the people in this country, not to speak of a quarter of a million people dead within the last 10 months. Now, the politicians that run our government have debated about sending a second stimulus check to temporarily help the people affected by this crisis. Let me address that by first telling you the true motivations for the first stimulus program. It was to send $1,200 to lots of people. This disease struck in February of 2020, and panic hit the stock market. Various indexes had been trading at record highs. The Dow Jones index at 29,219 was at an historic high on February 20th. Within 30 days on March 20th, the Dow Jones had dropped to 18,591, nearly an 11,000 point drop, or a third of its value. I'm going to speak openly about that. The motivation for our government to send $1,200 to the people wasn't designed to help the people. It was to help the economy and the people and force that drive the economy, not the people that were about to suffer from this disease. Its very title, Stimulus, revealed its real meaning. The money was meant to be spent to keep consumerism alive, not the people. In time.
going to say something that might shock you. It's always easier believing in an illusion than it is the truth. If you think the politicians that sit in the U.S. Congress in both houses of the legislative branch of our government, the U.S. Congress and U.S. Senate, that those legislators are there to do the business of the people, You're sadly mistaken. You're the chumps. You've been sucker punched so often, you like getting stepped on and abused. You think the politicians that represent you, who are in their privileged positions, are doing the business of the people? Well, I hate to disabuse you of that. They don't care about you. Because if they did, they'd all resign, especially those politicians that have served over 30 or 40 years in government. They've managed to stay in government by special powerful interests that really are only concerned with their bottom line, not your bottom line. You've been tricked. They don't care about you unless you can be used, manipulated to keep the system going. For nearly nine months, the U.S. Congress and Senate have refused to reach an agreement on how to help the people that have been affected by the COVID-19 epidemic. And I mean, this is a historic crisis. The U.S. government is $26 trillion in debt. And I don't want to sound cynical or overly concerned when I say that the federal government's debt will never be paid off. So it won't matter if the government enters into another $2 trillion of debt or even $10 trillion of debt because it will never be repaid. When it comes to states and local municipalities, they're supposed to keep balanced budgets. But COVID-19 has disrupted that balance. And one senator has said, and I quote, let them declare bankruptcy, end quote. This, while our legislators were debating how much to spend on the second stimulus package. But that's not all. Congressmen said, why should any $1,200 checks be sent to the public? They'll just sit on it and won't spend it. This, while millions are threatened with evictions, waiting in lines to get food, thrown out of work, Yeah, our politicians are working to serve the people in this country.
It's apparent there's an agenda for why the legislators in the U.S. Congress aren't able to come to an agreement for a second stimulus check to help the people. It's obvious for some reason they continue to use excuses for why they can't decide for a time to distribute money. Millions have been suffering and serious damage has occurred. But the Congress of the United States has delayed in offering assistance. And the question is, why? Well, one reason they've waited is because they recognize how serious this is, and they don't know how deep it can go. They're waiting to see when is the best time to distribute assistance. They may, in fact, realize the entire financial system is at risk, which, of course, would leave them vulnerable. The entire government and the bureaucrats that keep it working may see this as a war, and they're willing to sacrifice the well-being of the people simply to gain time trying to right a sinking ship. In that context, The timing to distribute money is important. Delay as long as possible, and as the saying goes, keep the powder dry. In other words, the people are told to endure while the leaders in the government figure out how to prevent the system from collapsing. History is rife with this kind of condition. It usually results with a revolution and a changing of the guard. Now, in this country, we stand on one major principle, and that's called a democracy. 
people don't like the way things are going, they can vote their preferences. But recently, for as long as I can remember, that idea of democracy has really been influenced by money, often big money. And the November 3rd election may very well have been fraudulent. But that's not the only concern. Our use of money is also in question. And even our educational system is questionable. And then again, what about the nearly daily violence taking place? How about the food we eat or the water we drink, the air we breathe? These are all things that make people wonder if the leaders in power who are running this country should stay in power. Yeah, the politicians in this country are holding back assistance. And some might even say it's better not helping because it builds character. You don't want to help the down and out because they might get the wrong idea about the principles of self-reliance. Well, I've got a message for those pompous, self-serving, back-slapping jackasses. There are going to be people coming to knock on your front door, coming to put your wife and children out on the street. They're going to take what money you've managed to hoard, what investments you've made, those privileged seats you hold in the congressional building and carting them off to a landfill, all of your household goods put in your front yard with a sign saying, ex-senators furnishings on sale at bargain basement prices. And you know what? That's the least that's going to happen to you and your family. There will be trials for those who committed crimes against humanity or tribunals passing judgments on your immoral, uninterrupted existence. Maybe there won't even be trials. Maybe they'll just drag you to the Potomac and do bodily harm to you and throw you in, laughing, seeing if your body floats. Yeah, you're going to be on the download for the unwashed, lying on a sidewalk, begging for change. And you thought you were special because you were doing the business of the people. Of course, Maybe I've got it all wrong. They'll forget you couldn't help them suffering when COVID-19 came to town. They'll have been so brainwashed dead. They'll think you were doing them a favor by letting them slide into the great unknown. Hell, washing away the elderly means money saved on Social Security checks. Yeah, the elderly were just dead wood anyway, a drag on the economy. Why not just infect the elderly with COVID-19 and get it over with? It's so much better that way. The Treasury won't have to send them all those checks every month. It's coming, and they won't forget.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Herbert von Karajan conducting the intermezzo to Mascani's opera, Cavalleria Rusticana. You then heard Enrico Caruso's 1905 recording of Cavalleria Rusticana, followed by Placido Domingo's rendition, live with orchestra. Then another great tenor Pavarotti, singing Verde's La Traviata. It's said Giuseppe Verdi was so loved by the people when he was ill, they lined the cobble streets to his house with straw to soften the sound of carts passing by his window. To close, a cut of more of Mascani's intermezzo. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner, in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.